Hello everyone, I am Tanya Pandey and you are watching Quotes this week on Live Law. Every week we are here with the latest legal updates. So if you want to stay updated, subscribe to Live Law and click the bell icon. As usual, let's begin the episode with judgments from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court on 17th September issued notice in a fresh writ petition challenging the center's notification dated July 29th, 2021. which provided 27% reservation for OBC and 10% for EWS in all India quota in admission to the NEET PG courses the bench of justices dy chandrachur and bv nagaratna ordered for the present petition to be tagged along with a similar petition filed earlier raising the same issue on september 6th a bench led by justice chandrachur had issued notice to the center on two writ petitions challenging the OBC EWS reservations in NEET all india quota Those petitions were directed to be listed on September 20th. The present petition has stated that the notification was in direct contravention of the top court's judgment in Union of India versus R Rajeshwaran and Union of India versus K Jayakumar in which the court had held that requirement of reservation should not apply to seats of All India quota. Seeking for quashing of the impugned notification, the doctors had averred that the same would defeat the entire purpose for which these seats were carved out and reserved the supreme court has issued notice in a curative petition filed by gujarat urja vikas limited against the judgment dated 2nd july 2019 which had upheld termination of the power purchase agreement by adani power the constitution bench comprising of cji and v ramana and justices uu lalit am khanvilkar br gavai and surikant observed that in their prima facie opinion there were substantial questions of law raised in the curative petition While issuing notice the bench directed the registry to list the matter in open court on 30th September The Supreme Court has observed that a single bench hearing a transfer petition cannot pass a decree of divorce by mutual consent under section 13b of the Hindu Marriage Act read with article 142 of the Constitution of India In a recent case before the single bench of justice Abhayas Oka the parties had submitted that in terms of the settlement arrived at before the mediator they had complied with all the agreed terms and conditions referring to the supreme court rules 2013 justice oka said that he could not pass a decree of divorce sitting singly the supreme court has observed that non independence and non impartiality of an arbitrator would make him ineligible to conduct arbitration In this case the distributorship agreement between various firms and the petitioner Sahkari Sangh contained an arbitration clause as per which all disputes and differences had to be referred to the sole arbitrator who would be the chairman of the Sahkari Sangh a dispute arose and arbitration proceedings were initiated by the chairman during pendency of the arbitration proceedings the firms approached the high court for appointment of an arbitrator in exercise of powers under section 11 of the arbitration and conciliation act The High Court allowed the application and appointed a former district and sessions judge to act as an arbitrator. In the present appeal filed by the Sangh before the Apex Court, the issue to be considered was whether the chairman could be said to be an ineligible person under subsection 5 of section 12 read with the seventh schedule to the act or not. The court said that the disqualification conditions under subsection 5 of section 12 read with the seventh schedule to the act is to be read as a whole. and held that the chairman of the sangh could certainly be held to be ineligible to continue as arbitrator the supreme court has set aside a karnataka high court judgment which had held that a divorced daughter could fall in the same class 
as an unmarried or widowed daughter for the purpose of Karnataka Civil Services Appointment on Compassionate Grounds Rules 1996. The bench of justices M.R. Shah and Anirudh Bose reiterated that norms prevailing on the date of consideration of the application should be the basis of consideration of claim for compassionate appointment. In this case, the writ petitioner's mother was employed with the government of Karnataka. After she died, the writ petitioner filed an application for appointment on compassionate grounds, which was rejected on the ground that there is no provision in the rules for compassionate appointment of a divorced daughter. The High Court interpreted Rule 3 to mean that a divorced daughter would fall in the same category as unmarried or widowed daughter. In appeal, the apex court, relying on the 2020 judgment in NC Santosh v. State of Karnataka, noted that only unmarried daughter or widowed daughter who were dependent upon the deceased female government servant at the time of her death and living with her could be said to be dependent, and held that since the daughter had obtained divorce after her mother's death, she could not be considered for compassionate appointment. The Supreme Court on 17 September observed that a registered sale deed cannot be cancelled unilaterally by one party in purported compliance of the direction given by the High Court since that adversely affects the rights of the purchasers who are not a party before the High Court. The bench of CJI NV Ramana, Justice Surikant and Justice Sima Kohli was hearing a special leave petition filed assailing the order dated June 8, 2021 by the High Court of Telangana wherein the high court while granting anticipatory bail had directed the accused to cancel the registered sale deed executed by him and return the money received from the complainant aggrieved by the said condition the accused had approached the top court deleting the said condition the apex court modified the order and made it clear that the other remaining conditions regarding anticipatory bail had to remain intact The Supreme Court has observed that power under Section 319 of the CRPC should be exercised only when strong and cogent evidence occurs against a person from the evidence. The bench of justices KM Joseph and PS Narasimha reiterated that the power under Section 319 CRPC cannot be exercised in a casual and cavalier manner. The test to be applied is one which is more than prima facie case which is applied at the time of framing of charge the bench added. In this case taking note of the deposition made by a witness in a murder case the trial court had allowed the application filed under section 319 CRPC and summoned the employer of the of the deceased the high court had upheld the order of the trial court before the apex court the appellant contended that the courts erred in law in invoking power under section 319 solely based on the deposition Relying on the principles laid down in the Constitution Bench judgment in Hardeep Singh versus State of Punjab, the top court held that though the deposition in this case sufficed in law for the court to invoke the power under Section 319, the matter must be reconsidered, and thus directed the trial court to consider the matter afresh in light of the Hardeep Singh judgment. The Supreme Court has observed that repeated filing of cases and complaints against a spouse can amount to cruelty for the purpose of granting divorce. under the hindu marriage act in this case the wife had left the company of the husband on the first day of marriage itself and when she refused his plea to live with him the husband sought divorce on the ground of cruelty subsequent to the filing of the divorce petition the wife filed multiple complaints and cases against the husband who was working as an assistant professor the bench of justices sanjay kishan call and rishikesh roy referred to the wife's conduct as cruelty and passed the decree of divorce 
thus granting divorce to the husband on the ground of irretrievable breakdown of marriage and cruelty. Let us now look at important judgments from the High Courts and other courts. The Madras High Court on 16th September observed that the Bombay High Court's order dated August 14, 2021, staying the operation of Sub Rules 1 and 3 of Rule 9 of the recently notified Information Technology Rules 2021, ought to have a pan-India effect. Sub Rules 1 and 3 of Rule 9 mandate adherence to the Code of Ethics, which is annexed to the IT Rules 2021. and provide for a three-tier structure for addressing the grievances made in relation to publishers the court also notified in its interim order that any action taken citing rules 3 and 7 of the it rules would be subject to the outcome of the challenge to the constitutional validity of the rules in a significant ruling the bombay high court on 14th september struck down provisions of the consumer protection rules 2020 which prescribed a minimum professional experience of 20 years and 15 years for adjudicating members to the state consumer commissions and district forums respectively the court also struck down the provision that gives each state selection committee the power to determine its own procedure to recommend names for the appointment in the order of merit for the state government to consider the order pertains to the new 2020 rules framed by the central government under section 101 of the consumer protection act 2019 for appointments qualifications eligibility removal of members of the state consumer commission and district consumer forums functioning in india the allahabad high court recently observed that if a matter registered under the scst act is later on compromised between the victim and the accused then the victim is required to repay to the state any benefit reaped on account of a compensation scheme of the state by him or her this observation came from the bench of justice vivek agarwal which was hearing a section 482 crpc plea wherein the accused informed the court that parties had entered into a compromise in relation to a crime under provisions of the scst act the court was informed that there is a growing tendency on the part of the complainants to make accusations or collect compensation from the state government and then enter into a compromise Against this backdrop the court opined that when matters are sought to be compromised then they are necessarily in the realm of personal disputes and not a crime against society The Aurangabad bench of the Bombay High Court has observed that silence of house inmates on the cause of a woman's death inside her marital home would be held against them as such incidents happen in complete secrecy A division bench of justices VK Jadhav and Shrikant Kulkarni held a deceased pregnant woman's husband and in-laws guilty of dowry death under section 304B IPC for strangulating her within 2 years of her marriage and 8 days after they threatened to kill her in 2012 the court found that the case had all the ingredients of section 304 IPC which include that the death should be unnatural it should occur within 7 years of marriage and the woman should have been harassed soon before her death With these conditions satisfied the presumption under section 113b of the Indian Evidence Act comes into the picture the bench said the court upheld the husband's life imprisonment it however set aside the in-laws acquittal under section 304b and sentenced the parents and sister to 10 years in prison dealing with the case of death of a 16 year old girl from Mainpuri The Allahabad High Court on 16 September asked the Uttar Pradesh government as to whether it had issued an order directing the investigating officers to comply with section 173 of CRPC mandating the completion of investigation of sexual offences within a time frame. 
the court directed that if the circular or direction has not been issued to date then such order be issued immediately as per section 173 1a of crpc the duration to complete the investigation in a case registered for offences relating to rape is 2 months the court of chief metropolitan magistrate arun kumar garg has pulled up the delhi police for failure of its police officers to take appropriate measures for prosecution of delhi riots cases thereby causing delay in committal or trials of the cases the court again directed the commissioner of police delhi to personally look into the issues pointed out by the court and also to ensure that the prosecution of riots cases is done effectively the judge also added that if the same is not ensured the court would be constrained to pass adverse orders as per law against the state including imposition of adjournment costs to be deducted from the salary of officers responsible with this we come to the end of today's episode if you found this information relevant do like and share our video and subscribe to live law i am tanya pandey and i wish you a wonderful week ahead subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from live law